leaving Meir uh, Sheva and he's on his way to Choron, just as his uh, parents uh, instructed him to do. And on his way, he ends up spending some time at Hara Maria, where the base on Mikdash is, where the base on Mikdash is going to be. Uh, it's referred to, the, that place is referred to as a Makom, twice. Uh, it's interesting. Rashi brings from the Medrash that Yaakov Avinu had actually traveled all the way to Haran, and having realized that he had passed by Hara Moria, where his ancestors, ancestors, ancestors has, had, had both davened, uh, he realized it was, uh, he should have uh, davened there as well, and he set uh, himself to walk back to Hara Moria to daven there, and had a miracle and so on, and he ended up coming back to be able to daven and spend time at Hara Moria. Which is itself, in itself interesting, whether there's a mitzvah to daven where your ancestors davened. And what was the... Okay, so you'll get daven there another time if he wants. What was so pressing to daven at the place where his ancestors had davened? Especially if he had, Well, especially since he had already passed it, he was already at, at his destination, yet he saw it fit to go all the way back uh, and Davin where his uh, ancestors had both Davin. Both Avram Avinu had Davin there and Yitzchak had Davin there and that was the uniqueness of the place. Uh, and it, it, seems, it seems that uh, he, it, was, it, was a, it was simple to him that Davening there would have a significant meaning to him. He understood that he would daven there in a way that he wouldn't daven somewhere else, and he, he was, it was it wasn't right to pass up that opportunity. He was he knew that he was going to daven there differently, so he he should have uh, gone. The other way to say it is that by the virtue of the fact that both his ancestors had daven there, that was an indication that that place was a special place, and he should and the, he wanted to he should have seen for himself what that place was about. Uh, where I'm going with this is that there is a, that places have a significance. It's not that it's not all places are equal. It's all about who you are. Well, you could be whoever you want to be wherever you are. You are whoever you are, and that's the only difference. It doesn't matter wherever you are. You are yourself, and you could accomplish the same things in any place. And it's, it's not true. You see over here that Yaakov Avinu is giving a special treatment, or he's referring to a, a place where his ancestors had davened in, in a unique way, knowing that it would have a different effect, it would mean something different if he davens there. And so he went back to daven. Another place where that same idea comes up in the parsha is after Yaakov Avinu falls asleep. He goes, he davens at Hara Maria, and he falls asleep, he has a dream with the ladders, and he wakes up and he's frightened. He says, Vayiro Vayomar, Yaakov Avinu is frightened. And he says, Manora Moko Maze. Uh, he says, How awesome is this place? This place is a, a scary place, it's a place of awe. This is none other than the place where Hashem dwells, the place where Hashem is readily available to be in contact with people. This is the gate of heaven. 
Again, Yaakov Avinu is acknowledging the uniqueness of a place. And Rashi says, and had I known that this was this this quality, that this place was a Basilokim, I wouldn't have slept here. I wouldn't have slept in such a holy place. So the way it sounds from Rashi, it's He did not know. No, he did not. He knew that the place was special. He walked all the way back. He knew that it was a special place that his, his ancestors had davened there. So he went and he davened there. Also, then he went to sleep. Then he had experienced the dream. He understood how unique this place actually was. And he woke up and he said, Had I known, I wouldn't have slept here. So it sounds from Rashi that had he known he wouldn't have slept there, meaning to say it would have been, it's disrespectful to such a holy place to do something mundane that's going to sleep. It's not appropriate. It's not an appropriate uh, way of treating or relating to a holy place. That's the Rashi. The new Chumash that I got for the Shul, Be'er Hashem, Pshuto Shalmikra, wonderful Chumash. Find it on a shelf near you. Um, is, uh, brings from the Sforno, I believe, and the Malbim. And he says differently. He says, had I known, I wouldn't have went to sleep. Why? He says, if I know that this place is the Beis Elohim, it's where Hashem is readily uh, in contact or in communication with people, I wouldn't have gone to sleep. I would have stayed awake and prepared myself for a spiritual encounter to encounter Hashem. It's not that I would, he was afraid to desecrate the place, which he was. He said, I wouldn't have wasted my, my time in such a holy place. I would have prepared myself to have a prophetic encounter with Hashem. I don't just go out to sleep. What a waste of an experience. Uh, interestingly, the, the Ebed HaMelech, on this passage, he says, this is where we find the mitzvah of Mora Mikdash, of treating the Beis HaMikdash and shuls and base medrashes with the proper respect. Why? Because it's a base elokim. It's a place where we encounter Hashem. Whether we encounter Hashem through davening, or whether we encounter Hashem through learning His Torah and hearing the word of Hashem, it's a place where we encounter Hashem. And the fact that we encounter Hashem there makes it a holy place. Makes it, and like you said, Ein Zakim This is a holy place because it's a place where we encounter Hashem. And because we encounter Hashem there, we have to relate to it in, a, in the proper way. And both the approach of the Rashi and the Malbim, I believe, uh, exist in our proper relationship with, or proper relating to a shul and to a base medrash. One is, as a result, since a shul is a place where we encounter Hashem, it's a place, or a base medrash is a place where we encounter Hashem, it's disrespectful to, uh, to behave in, in certain ways. It's disrespectful to, uh, to do certain things in there, or to have a certain attitude, a certain, uh, 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 certain light-mindedness is not appropriate in such a place. The other way is the reverse. Because, first of all, it's a waste of an opportunity. Here, we're at a place where we could encounter Hashem. What a waste to, uh, to not focus on that and to do something that, dist- uh, that, det- uh, that takes away from that, uh, that distracts from it, or detracts from it. Whatever you want to say, it's, it, it's a waste. And besides, it, 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 it reduces the effect. On a practical level, it reduces the effect 
of the holy place. The, when a person designates a place, just practically speaking, for anything, and they do nothing there but the specific thing that they designated for it, they, they're primed to have a specific attitude or a specific, uh, a specific outcome uh, and a specific ease of getting into the mindset and to the, into, the, into the correct headspace of accomplishing what they want to accomplish if a person sets a place to work. And just they, in this chair, I only work. I don't do anything but work. Uh, and, they're, and, they're, and they're serious about it and they're committed. Yeah, when they come to that chair, they're going to be much easier for them to get to work than if they don't. Uh, and obviously the same thing applies to Beis Knesset and the Beis Medrash, where if a person, to the degree that a person is able to bring themselves to the mindset that this is a place where I encounter Hashem, and I don't do anything else other than attempt to encounter Hashem, and I bring myself to have the headspace, or to be in the headspace, that this is a place where I encounter Hashem, then that experience will be more uh, available, more readily available to him than not, and he will actually encounter Hashem in a more deep and meaningful way, in an easier way, than if he doesn't go out of his way to uniquely designate a place for, to designate the place in his behavior and in his mindset as a place where he encounters Hashem. That's, <laughs> so it's, a, it's really a third, a third uh, approach to Manor that we have to relate, uh, of why we would relate properly or uniquely to a place like Beis uh, Knesset or Beis Medrash. Just one, one final point, the Chafetz Chaim I don't remember where, says that a person, every person has to designate a place in their house where they learn. So they have to have a place in their house, have a chair, have a place where that's uniquely designated for learning. He says that will make it easier for a person to fulfill their obligation, the mitzvah of learning and to be consistent in their learning if there's a place that's designated for learning in their house. Again, based on the same idea of mokom that we learn in this week's parsha, which is really the source for base medrash, for base amikdash, base medrash, base knesses, and then or a place where a person's ancestors davened. That's also included in this week's parsha, and where any place where a person designates to be uh, to be unique for the service of Hashem in a specific way, that also carries meaning. Okay, one last last point. Uh, this gula of the 40 days at the Kotel, the famous, famous gula, people say daven for 40 days at the Kotel. So I've heard from, I don't remember the name of who, was a reliable source that said it doesn't have to be the Kotel. It said designate a place where you'll go to daven for 40 days straight and it's the same thing. And they said the Milo was not the Kotel, it was the fact that a person set a place and came back to their uh, 40 days consecutively was actually the main factor in that Segula, again, based on the idea that a makom or a, a produce and a makom carries significance. Okay.